This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. Now, throughout that journey of all of this stuff I talked about, of testing and all of these different things, you continue to seek God. Like, this is a relationship that doesn't stop. You seek him. You seek ye first the kingdom of God and all things will be added unto you. In your prayer time, like, God, what's up? This business stuff is hard. Like, am I missing something somewhere? And these are conversations that I have with God just on a day-to-day -day basis. Like, God, I don't like how this turned out. Where did I go wrong? Did I mess something up? Did I miss you? And I'm okay with getting it wrong. That's why I keep going back to my father so he can course correct me. So I'm like, okay, God, did I, did I mess this up? Or this didn't turn out right? Is this something I need to change or I need to just keep pressing and it wasn't the right time? And just whatever my questions are, I take it back to him in my quiet time or in my prayer time. But as the business owner, it's my job to be, to multiply what God has given me, to be as effective and as efficient as possible. And so that's how I did it. Just really looking at what he was calling me to offer. How can I present it in a way to where it was easiest for me? Because I know for me as a, a business owner, I don't, I'm a good salesperson, but I don't like selling to be hard. I want it to be an obvious choice for the consumer and the way that i do that is i make sure that when we market or sell we're selling results this is what we've done this is what we've done for people like you multiple times so when we have our open houses now i did all of that before the very first open house and so then that was able to sell out the result of that was we sold out our very first retreat twice I had to create another date because so many people were trying to buy tickets. I created another date, another date three weeks after the first one. So I'm like, let's do it again. And so we sold out twice. Those shows continue to chart. Those shows continue to grow. Those hosts continue to grow. Y'all hear me talk about Therapy as a Christian podcast, Don't Touch My Health podcast, the Lux Life podcast that you see us talk about now and post their results. They came to that retreat. One of our later podcasts who came to our July retreat, who just launched in August, her show was like 117 or something in the relationships category in the U.S. 
that is huge. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of podcasts. She's now in the top 20% of podcasts within her first month of launching. And it's just a testament to the systems that we teach. But again, all of those results, that's goes in, back into what I was saying about marketing results. Now I was able to create a process that worked. I'm able to, I was able to create a process that worked as far as making money in a business, as well as one that worked as far as seeing results in the shows that we worked with. And so now we're able to just continue to duplicate that. But whenever it comes to business, yes, you go and have those business meetings with God. Yes, you sit at his feet, but also you have to create the blueprint for your company. And there's a skill that goes into that. So and if you're one where business isn't your thing, so I, full disclosure, business is my thing, right? I have a master's in business. I uh, My business acumen has always been great. It's my comfort zone is what I love to do. So certain things come a little bit easier to me. But if you're in that place where it's like, okay, I, I know how to do the thing. But the business stuff, like I know how to shoot the photos, I know how to make the websites, I know how to write the books, but it's the business side. And a lot of people are like that and that's understandable. And that's when you find a business coach or somebody or utilize free resources like the SBA and these different organizations that were um, created to help entrepreneurs. That's where you utilize these outside sources to help you grow in that business area. But as people of faith, we have to get out of that. We have to stop over spiritualizing business. I remember I did a post on my Instagram page where it was a story that came out about Joe Rogan had sold, he had licensed his podcast, so make sure I use the right terms, he licensed his podcast to Spotify for $100 million. So the deals of the specifics of that deal that we know were that it was an exclusivity deal. So his show was only gonna be available on Spotify. Now he was top podcaster in the world like millions and millions and millions of monthly listens like just crazy numbers the result of him doing that though some studies have showed that he had lost some of his influence from doing that he lost some listeners now he didn't go from millions to hundreds he went from maybe eight uh, eight figures to seven type of situation but he lost a little bit of listeners and some influence as a result of that deal and so the question that was asked in the article i was reading that i posed in my instagram stories was was it worth it so many of uh, faith faith people were like no he sold his purpose to for money and Da, 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 da. And I was like, are y'all kidding me? First of all, it's not a forever deal. So most deals have time frames on them. We don't know how long it is, but it has a time frame on it. He built his own platform from nothing to millions. Somebody paid him a hundred million dollars to for it only to be on Spotify. Of course, it's to be expected that he loses listeners because everybody don't have Spotify and Spotify isn't um, available in all countries. I don't think so. That was to be expected that we, he would lose some some listeners. But the responses I were getting, being around like he him giving up purpose and it was so much like purpose was the word that was in most people's name. And I'm like that's a podcast <laughs> you know how much purpose work he can do with a hundred million dollars he can sit down and enjoy his family and let spotify do all the work for a few years 
he can go in on a mission trip wherever and build homes for children like he could do whatever he wants it's a hundred million dollars money equals a lot of possibilities you don't sell your soul for money but you know you being so spiritual doesn't make you more righteous <laughs> you turning down a hundred million dollars doesn't make you more righteous it makes me question like you okay but um, <laughs> but yeah like i was getting all of these different responses but a deal like that like that's a business decision and something as fluctuating as influence and listeners is not worth turning down that amount of money that will open up so many other opportunities him turning him losing that stuff when that deal is over if he decides to go back to being available everywhere his relationship is going to go right back up his influence is going to go right back up he's just going to keep doing what he was doing before that worked to get his stuff back up and all of this stuff that was listed in the article all of these metrics no longer matter and he has a hundred million more dollars so whether he should have or shouldn't have done that is not even the point here but the lack of objectivity that i felt i was getting with the responses to that simple story just showed me that as people of faith we have to make better business decisions we have to build businesses better and even when i work with people they're all like um a lot of times people will be like oh well i'll just go as god leads yeah but when you start signing contracts and all of these things like you have to be able to make effective business decisions strategic business decisions like you can't your faith is not going to let you off the hook of having business acumen and so this is a conversation we have to have as people of faith i don't know maybe i'll have it on a podcast where i'll bring a lot of like some of my successful entrepreneur friends who are uh, christians to kind of really talk about this a lot more because I, I just think that there's a huge misconception of or there's just a lot of over spiritualizing business in this space um it is keeping a lot of us making less money than we should which makes us less effective for the kingdom of god because if somebody came to me and said and if it was in god's will and they said we want to put blessing boss stuff on this platform only we'll offer you 100 million dollars yeah, ain't nobody offering me that right now but let's just say somebody will offer you a hundred million dollars to only have blessed and bossed up on here say less who's to say i can't open my mouth other places i can't put blessed and bossed up on other platforms but tatum uh iomi k can go open her mouth and preach the gospel wherever it is that she wants she can go to these different places she can donate to these different places and use this money to affect the kingdom of god that's just one platform that i speak on so give me the money and I'm going to do even more and be a lot more effective for what God has called me to do using the resources that I now have. I'm not going to turn it down to be like, oh, well, I'm not going to have my purpose if it's not on iTunes too. Like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. But nevertheless, don't give me the rambling. We just have to, uh, as people of faith, stop over spiritualizing business and really get to work in the details and the strategy in the weeds and i don't know maybe we'll do a podcast episode or a video or something like that in the future really going deeper into the details but i just wanted to open up that conversation let me know in the comments like are there any if you're a person of faith and you have a business 
and you feel like sometimes the business isn't your strongest suit, what are some ways that you've overcome that? How have you maintained your commitment to God while growing your business? Let me know. That's it for this video. Go to blessedandbossedup.com to get your merch and subscribe and listen to the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I'll see you guys in the next video.